Welcome to the Lonely Fan Sports Show. I'm Josh Anderson. In this episode, we will go through the college football week one scoreboard and we will preview week two in this podcast. But let's review week one. You know, there's a lot of shows. When you, when you look at ESPN, all they do is look talk NBA. When you look at Fox Sports, they really don't talk much about college football. You kind of just, they just go right into professionals. They really, they kind of just gloss over uh, number one, maybe number two, and then they talk about maybe Heisman during the week, but they really don't talk about college football much. But uh, I did watch college football on Thursday, a little bit Friday and Saturday. So let's get going and talk about some of the games that i watched and some evaluations that need to be done so let's start off with the biggest game that was on thursday the ohio state buckeyes versus the minnesota minnesota golden gophers a lot of people thought that ohio state were was pretty much going to annihilate the gophers and i didn't know i didn't really have high expectations going for the Gophers, just because obviously I'm in Minnesota myself, so you you never really know when I after talk about all the games that I watched on uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You realistically have to throw out all of the 2020 results. Realistic for call it not professional football. I think for the NFL those results did matter those were consistent but for college football i think you basically just throw all those results they realistically everything was in shambles because they didn't know if they were going to play they had weird modified rules Um, a lot of people were missing missing rosters all over the place but since this season we are pretty much back to normal uh but this within the Gopher schedule, they're starting right off with a Big Ten opponent. Usually, actually, you can say Ohio State too. They usually stay or they usually play an easier opponent. But in this week or this year, they are starting off with against the Gophers. So right away, Ohio State starts off with a seven nothing lead, and uh, it's like. Oh boy, this is this is going the other direction. But obviously, you know, C.J. Stroud, it, you know, turns the ball over, and obviously, Gophers take the lead into halftime and they have a fourteen ten lead. And you're like, you know what? The Gophers are here. The Gophers are, you know, they look like they're have a fighting chance, and. You know, but the one thing is about Tanner Morgan, Morgan, and he kind of made this mistake a few times. And you know, the Gophers actually did have an opportunity to actually maybe put on a field goal here at the end of the second half, and maybe a little bit further even in the in the game was when the uh, play clock got really really close to the end. He rushed the play and he threw a really bad interception and that really really hate uh, hurt the uh, gopher offense and he did that a couple times so 
I think going forward for the Gopher offense, you know, you can't rush Tanner Morgan at all because that's when he made the mistakes. And I also say that the reason why the Golden Gopher offense got out to such a slow start in the game was because they were not giving Tanner Morgan any opportunity to get into any flow within the game because they were running the ball. It was pretty effective early, but uh, obviously when they got into third and long, they really had uh, originally no one opportunity to throw the ball. Eventually they did, but in the first quarter it was it was non-existent. But um, C.J. Stroud did not have a good first half at all. Uh, that was a theme if you look at a lot of the early quarterbacks. I think Alabama when we get to their game. But Alabama was the only exception to this rule, I think. Uh, when you look at freshman quarterbacks. Uh, now, now C.J. eventually got better when he was able to get into uh, the flow of the game. Was able to hit receivers down the field. Now, the one thing that hurt the Gophers in this game was their defense. If their defense was able to, at any point in this game, to stop any deep plays, that was the one thing that was so, so, so rough. It was extremely frustrating to watch, just giving up play after play, because they gave up receiving touchdown or receiving plays of 61 56 70 and it was just extremely frustrating i mean they gave up four receiving touchdowns and they gave up a 71 yard rushing touchdown so if going forward if the golden gophers i i think they'll maybe uh with this coaching staff they already made one coaching change under defense. I don't know if they'll have to do that in the future, but if they want any future within this Big Ten season, they will need to sure up that defense. Now, when it comes to Ohio State, if they want any opportunity to win the Big Ten, they need to be able to play better, and that is C, or regard, uh, C. J. Stroud needs to play better uh, the second half. Uh, performance needs to be what is the rest of the season. The first half, obviously, as I said before, was not good. He threw, obviously, an interception. Um, he threw for 13 for 22, 294 yards, four touchdowns, one interception. So uh, the one, the other thing I'll say is Ohio State generates running backs just like uh, Alabama. So when you see that, um, it's just one of those things where they're always able to gonna they're gonna have the be able to run the ball so um ohio state 45 gophers 31 um i think ohio state just ha does have the most talent in the big 10 it's just going to be is if that freshman quarterback is going to be able to carry them the rest of the season to win the, or i don't know uh next game as we move along here, is going to be Alabama versus Miami. I don't know if Ohio State is going to be good enough to beat Alabama. Alabama beat Miami, which was supposed to be the 13th ranked team, or sorry, 14th ranked team, 44 to 13. And Alabama, to me, looked like the best team. 
their quarterback, Bryce Young, 27-38, 344 yards, four touchdowns, zero interceptions, hardly any mistakes. Uh, their receivers were amazing. Amazing. Jamison Williams, four receptions, 126 yards, had a 94-yard touchdown. Um, Miami Hurricanes thought they were going to be on par with Alabama, but no, um, I I think this could be a year where the SEC could be down because uh, Georgia's offense, which I'll get to that game here in a little bit, but Georgia's offense seemed down, and I, I just I have a hard time believing LSU didn't look that good, so Alabama could go undefeated and win another championship this year because uh, they had a lot of returning players. And this game, like I said, they just dominated Miami from the start and they just outplayed the Miami Hurricanes. The number two team in the country, Oklahoma, won 40-35 over Tulane. This was extremely concerning if you are an Oklahoma Sooner fan. Uh, Tulane, uh, well, first, um, Oklahoma, the quarterback, Spencer Rattler, he threw a very early pick in the game, which led to Tulane coming out with a early, early lead. They were tied 14-14 at the end of the first quarter. Obviously, Oklahoma turned it into a 23-point second quarter, but they only scored three points in the second half and that's not good enough to beat Oklahoma that's not or sorry um, Alabama that's not gonna even beat Ohio State so that's concerning and Oklahoma over the last decade has underachieved no matter what type of scale you are looking at and hopefully they are able to get better Maybe a lot of teams underachieved the first week of the season because obviously maybe a pandemic year, teams are just getting back into flux. I don't know. But uh, obviously uh, a lot of teams need to improve on their first week. Uh, for Tulane, great job. Obviously uh, you are um, don't have the talent of an Oklahoma, but you gave a great effort. Uh, the Impressive game, or defensively, I saw was Georgia's Georgia's 10-3 over Clemson. Now, JT Daniels did struggle. Uh, he was only 22 of 30 for 135 yards and, a, and an interception, but uh, the Georgia Bulldogs was able to uh, just stiffen uh, Clemson's offense. And uh, I don't know what to do with Clemson there. That was probably the worst Clemson that was the worst Clemson's performance that I've seen since before Deshaun Watson. And uh, we'll have to see. I think Clemson is still, we'll look at the USA, USA Today's rankings after this, but uh, we'll have to see if they, I think ACC-wise, we'll, it's going to be interesting to see if they have an opportunity to win this year. Uh, a loss already they can't afford another loss for Georgia they are they are have a driver's seat to win the SEC this year and uh, it's going to come down to if they can basically beat Alabama do they have enough offense 
can JT Daniels beat to the promised land? Because Georgia always tends to under, oh, sorry, underachieve every year. Uh, this game was pretty entertaining to watch. If you like defensive football, it was a struggle. But Georgia was able to overcome a very talented Clemson team. Uh, for the Big Ten uh, ranked teams, uh, Penn State versus Wisconsin. And Penn State was able to squeak out a victory. Uh, to be honest with you, when I was watching this game, I feel like Wisconsin realistically should have won this game. Uh, they missed opportunities to score points. Obviously, a field goal early in the first half, they missed that field goal. That sets a tone early. And then their quarterback, Graham Mertz, threw a couple of picks. And they just weren't able to find a offensive flow. A lot of people were kind of making pot shots at them later on when the Notre Dame quarterback uh, threw for 400 yards and um, Wisconsin was only able to score 10 points. So you're going to get that type of stuff. But obviously... Wisconsin has had a lot of years and a lot of a lot of success. So um, Penn State is obviously a always a solid team in the Big Ten. It's always if they are going to have enough quarterback play. And obviously Sean Clifford was 18 of 33, 247 and a touchdown. So we'll see if that performance can be carrying on to the following week. Their big, biggest competition is going to be Ohio State. And if they can continue on with that, they will be just fine. Next up, we have uh, LSU losing to UCLA 38-27, to which you kind of feel was the biggest upset of the weekend. And a lot of people say Chip Kelly is back. And yeah. You kind of have to say he is. You know, you kind of have to say that LSU is the number 16 team in the country. They get Max Johnson in. And he is the son of former Super Bowl winning quarterback Brad Johnson. And I watched a lot of this game and... At no point did you honestly feel that LSU was in control. I mean, when you look at the stat line, you think Max Johnson, 26 to 46, 330 yards and three touchdowns. You're, you're like, wow, LSU is going to win. But then you look at the rushing numbers, and they did not rush the ball at all. And UCLA completely dominated the line of scrimmage. And they ran for 210 yards against LSU. You never think of LSU giving up that amount of yards. That LSU team is going to get destroyed against Alabama. And UCLA didn't even have to throw the ball at all. They only threw the ball 16 times. And they got 260 yards on nine completions. Yikes. That is just terrible for LSU. But for Chip Kelly, 
It took them a few years, but we'll have to see if UCLA is going is back. I don't know, but if it is, good for him. Obviously, when he was at Oregon, uh, he was extremely successful here there. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles stint did not go well. Obviously, uh, he had some issues with some ESPN personalities and other media circumstances from there. And that led him back to going to UCLA. So we'll have to see if any media members start attacking him for any sort of way there. Then the last game of uh, the Sunday night stuff was, I felt, was an amazing game and was the Bobby Baldwin Tribune Night, and that was Notre Dame versus Florida State. And it came down to the wire, but Notre Dame won 41-38. to now there's a there's a couple things I need to talk about, but first of all, Jack Cohn, great game for him, 26 to 35, 366 yards, four touchdowns, led the game-winning drive for a field goal. That's what you ask of him. Obviously, I think he's an upgrade over the previous quarterback that they had. Um, for uh, obviously. When he led the team up, when when you have 38 points beforehand, that should have been enough. They didn't need to go to overtime. So, uh, very disappointing uh, Notre Dame defense. Now, just caveat here, I am not a Notre Dame fan. Uh, I felt that they should have gone to the Big Ten, and they should always be in the Big Ten. They should not have an affiliation with the ACC. That's just my personal belief. Uh just due to the locale over there at, uh, but I know that they want their own individual TV deal, with, which they have with NBC, and some of the games will be on Peacock, which is their own individual right, but I fully believe that they should be within the Big Ten. That's neither here nor air with this game. But uh, for Florida State, they started off extremely slow on offense, uh, I don't know if Jordan Travis should be the quarterback. Uh, he was nine of nineteen for 130 yards. Uh, did he he did he have a couple of runs? Yes, but he threw for three interceptions. The the offense did not. He, did he have a couple of throws that were decent? Yes, but the offense actually did look better when Mackenzie Milton was in. I don't mean to start a QB controversy there, but I think they should look at McKenzie Milton in as quarterback. Uh, Jordan Travis just just didn't look good to me. The offense was sluggish, and moving forward, if Florida State wants to win football games, I think that's the direction that they need to go. For Notre Dame, they need to sure up that defense. That was kind of embarrassing that that game even went to overtime. They were up by over 17 points. They scored, they gave up 18 points in the fourth quarter. And do you even remotely go into kind of a prevent defense? That's one thing that a lot of 
I understand that you want to give up uh, time, and, and even NFL teams do this at some point. They just want the clock to run. But at some point, just play your standard defense. And that's how you end the game. Just don't stop playing the prevent defense. It, it just doesn't work. And then you get into these moments at the end of the game where, where it might cost you, and it actually almost did. I mean, Notre Dame got lucky that the Florida State kicker missed. I mean, it was kind of stupid that at the end of the game where they had, uh, you know, the Florida State actually, the kicker actually hit the longer field goal, and then they had the adjustment to, uh, I what was it, a fumble or whatever, and then they fixed the where the kicker went f- closer, and then he actually missed it. And then Notre Dame actually hit the closer field goal. So... If if we could, can we can we actually just um, go to the point where we uh, uh, can, can we just for the love of God can can we just do what we need to do? But no, no one's gonna listen. All right, so less the rest of the scores for NCAA top twenty-five. Uh, Coastal Carolina defeated the Citadel fifty-two to fourteen. Utah defeated Weber State 40-17. Arizona State defeated Southern Utah 41-14. Number 10, North Carolina did not look good. I watched a lot of this game when I had it up. They did not. Way to go, Virginia Tech. Uh, uh, You scored early and often. Uh, North Carolina, uh, Sam Howell for North Carolina did not look good at any point within this game. Uh, he was erratic. Uh, I don't. Obviously, they're not going to win the ACC this year, and they were. Uh, you thought maybe Mac Brown would turn this t- team around, but obviously, with Sam Howell going 17 of 32 for 208 yards, no, not going to happen. So uh, they lost 17 to 10. That was a big upset. Uh, obviously, went through those scores. Texas A&M defeated Kent State 41-10. Iowa State defeated Northern Iowa 16-10. Cincinnati defeated Miami 49-14. Uh, Oregon had a close game against Fresno State 31-24. Uh, Florida defeated Florida Atlantic 35-14. USC defeated San Jose State 30-7. Uh, Iowa defeated Indiana 34-6. Uh, Montana defeated number 20, Washington, 13-7. And then uh, number 21, Texas, 38, defeated number 23, Louisiana, 38-18. to That was it for top 25 scores, getting to the Big Ten now. Uh, the, the remaining scores that I did not say. Uh, Michigan State defeated Northwestern 38-21. to uh, I saw a couple of plays in this game. Northwestern did not look good at all. It was kind of, they were very blah. It was kind of almost embarrassing. It was like, usually when I watch a Northwestern team, even though they are usually undermanned and don't have the talent. They usually put up more, much more of a better effort. This 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 time it was not there. Uh, Michigan dominated Western Michigan, so M- Michigan might have a team this year. They won uh, forty-seven to fourteen. 
the Rutgers Temple game because of the flooding in New York got moved, but they won 61 to 14. The Nebraska won their first game of the season. They beat Fordham 52 to 7 after disappointing week zero game. Maryland defeated West Virginia 30-24. Purdue beat Oregon State 30-21. And UTSA beat Illinois 37-30. A very, very, very disappointing, uh, just disappointing way that works out. Uh, so, com- so basically some other news in, from college football. Uh Todd McShay announced that he is taking time away to deal with his health. Uh, if you looked and saw some pictures from him over the weekend, he did not look healthy at all. So um, what I'll say to him is get your health taken care of, man. Uh, last year you saw some reports on the sideline. He did not look well. So hopefully he gets his health taken care of because it is an enjoyable to watch him on the sidelines on ESPN radio and just when he does uh, the ESPN draft coverage. So for Todd, get your health taken care of, man. And uh, ratings, 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 ratings. Uh, Overall for college football ratings, they were up 19% over 2019. That was amazing. Uh, I know the Gophers Ohio State game was the highest rating opener for a Thursday night football on Fox ever. It was over 6 million viewers. Um, That was extremely close to the NBA Finals for this year. So when you realistically look at all the sports in the country, the NFL is number one by far. Number two is college football. So just be aware of everybody on the planet. All right, let's look at the... AP Top 25 for college football rankings. Alabama is number one. They got 59 first place votes. Number two is Georgia. They got four first place votes. And then at number three is Ohio State. Number four is Oklahoma. They went down a couple. Number five is Texas A&M. Clemson will remain in the top 10 they will be at six even though with a loss they are the only team in the top 10 with a loss cincinnati will be number seven notre dame is eight iowa is number nine i sorry iowa state is number nine iowa is 10 penn state is 11 oregon is 12 florida is 13 usc is 14 texas is 15 UCLA is 16. They were unranked. They moved all the way up to 16. Coastal Carolina is 17. Wisconsin, who went 0-1, drops all the way to 18. Virginia Tech is 19. Ole Miss is 20th. Utah is 21. Miami is 22. Arizona State is 23. North Carolina is 24. And Auburn ranks 25th that is the ap top 25 for college football as we look at the schedule for week two for top 25 uh, i will it'll be hard for me to watch some of the games this weekend because i'm going to a twins game 
on Saturday, but I'll try to get most of the games that I possibly can. But for top 25 games on Friday, it will be Kansas versus Coastal Carolina. Uh, Kansas is actually not the ranked team. It will be number 17, Coastal Carolina. That will be extremely interesting. And then the big Fox game at noon will be Oregon number 12 versus number 3, Ohio State. That will be, I will probably watch that game. And then it will be all Alabama State versus number 25, Auburn. Uh, number 13, Florida versus South Florida. That is an ABC game. Number 19, Virginia Tech versus Middle Tennessee. Toledo on Peacock Streaming will face number 8, Notre Dame. That Peacock is trying to get their streaming numbers up in that one. Uh, UAB will face Georgia on ESPN2. And then at 2.30 on Fox, it will be number 5, Texas A&M versus Colorado. Uh, 2.30 on ESPN Plus, it will be number 7, Cincinnati uh, versus Murray State. At 2.30 on FS1, it will be Penn State versus Ball State. At uh, two, 3 o'clock, or well, 2 o'clock on the SEC Network, it will be Mercer versus number 1, Alabama. That will probably be a blowout. Uh, the ball, Penn State, Ball State blowout, Cincinnati, Murray State blowout, Texas A&M versus Colorado might be a fairly interesting game early. Georgia, UAB blowout, T Toledo, Notre Dame probably blowout. A lot of these games, are, the closest game so far that I mentioned is Ohio State, Oregon. That's just let's just be real. Moving on, uh, two thirty, sorry, three thirty Central. It will be on ABC. It will be. Iowa versus Iowa State, the number 9th versus the number 10th ranked team in the country. That is going to be extremely interesting to watch. And then it will be at 4 on the ACC network. It will be South Carolina State versus Clemson. Clemson will be trying to rebound after their early season loss. At 6 o'clock, it will be Oklahoma versus Western Carolina. At 6 o'clock, it will be ESPN's featured game of Texas versus Arkansas. On FS1, at 6 o'clock, it will be Eastern Michigan versus Wisconsin. On ESPNU, at 6 o'clock, it will be Appalachian State versus Miami. On 6.30, it will be Austin PA versus Ole Miss. Probably will be a blowout. At 6.30, it will be number 24, North Carolina versus Georgia State, and then the very late games, 9-15, it will be Utah versus BYU, Stanford versus USC on Fox. I will probably just be getting home when that game will be getting over, and then at 9-30, it will be UNLV versus Arizona State. And then we get to the Big Ten games, which I said I will feature as always because I live in Big Ten country that I did not say. Uh, Illinois versus Virginia, Youngstown State versus Michigan State, Miami of Ohio will play the Minnesota Golden Gophers, Indiana State will play Northwestern, Rutgers will play Syracuse, Purdue will play UConn, Ball State versus Penn State, I did say that one, Buffalo will play Nebraska, uh, Idaho versus Indiana, Howard versus Maryland, and Washington versus 
Michigan. I think that will wrap up the rest of the college football talk for this week. Uh, like I said, next week is pretty much going to be we'll try to get everything that I possibly can do for college football talk because I will be going to a Twins game on Saturday the 11th. So um, either way, thank you for listening to follow-up week one of college football. And uh, next up on the, is going to be uh, more NFL talk. I have motocross and drag racing to get through. So see ya.